Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good team. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Survivor After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Survivor After Show. Hey guys, Bing is for doing, and we are here with another after show for Survivor Season 26, Fans vs. Favorites. Snuck up upon us, the premiere finally came. I'm Justin Walter, your host, with fellow hosts. AJ Gibson, what's up? Hey everybody, Ryan Allen Carrillo. And tonight we have a guest host, very special to have her in studio. Finally, we have Survivor Philippines... Dawson. Dawson. So thank you for joining us, Dawson. Right. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. So we had you on last last season a couple times over the phone, so it's awesome yes. to have you in studio. Yeah. And you're a huge awesome. fan of the show as well. I'm a huge fan of the show. So before you became a contestant, you became a, you were a fan. So it's awesome to have you on this season. Especially yeah. because Justin, we all know Justin. Yes. Is, I, literally, I, I can't wait to see how tonight goes down. He's a super fan. <laughs> He's wanted to get on the show for 26 seasons. And it hasn't happened it's yet. It's turning so I know. Right I, get, I get it. I get to <laughs> Because I get so worked up well, about it dri- Survivor, it drives him nuts when we have guests on the show who know nothing about anything. But other she's, she's going to be so great. But isn't, so so isn't it also weird that you said that this snuck up on you? If you're such a huge fan, yeah. didn't you know? <laughs> you know what it is? It's because. It's too overwhelming for me, and I, I just let it come up this time instead of counting down the days. You know, we did, I did it with my friends. We did a Survivor draft today um, with a couple friends and stuff, so it's, it's fun. <laughs> did it's you eat up. two pizzas? I didn't eat two pizzas. Usually I ate two Domino's pizzas yeah. before Survivor. That didn't happen. Entire but, pizzas. So the show, guys, it finally is here. Survivor fans are his favorites, and, you know, we have all the contestants coming in. Let's talk about the cast real quick. The, f- the favorites, we got to talk about them first. What do you guys think of the collection the scrappy collection, I would say, of favorites that we have for this season. I would say we think what all the blogs uh. say online, that everyone just like, what the hell? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Question mark. Yeah. This it's, ensemble is. It's interesting to me, because I know we, we, I'd read on the blog somewhere, or seen an interview, that, that Probst said that they're trying to create um, a new generation of favorites on the show. You can't yeah. bring back Parvati every single show. You can't have Russell Hansen every single yeah. season. It just can't happen. And Although you, I do love Parvati. And if you th- but if you th- think about Parvati, she was on Survivor Cook Islands, and she wasn't a big Survivor kind of character until she went on Fans vs. Favorites. Mm-hmm. Right. So hopefully out of this season, we might get another Parvati. We right. might get a new Amanda or whoever it is. Well, I think, and, it's inter- I think this, this, this favorites cast, though, I, I, I think 
they could easily be called the forgettables. Um, but there <laughs> yeah. are a few. There are a few. It's more like out. producer favorites. Yeah. Right. And <laughs> I would also say too that the teams are very unfairly matched oh physically. Gosh. Like yeah. it's very much like the weak versus like the mm-hmm. strong. Totally. Like, and like it's all blondes on one side against you know. Yeah, you, you can't yes. even tell the blondes and the, the fan side. It's it's all it's hard four blondes and one brunette. Blondes versus nerds. Yeah. And <laughs> it's looking it looking at the the favorites. You have all these beautiful women. You have all these kind of you would imagine popular girls in high school. And then you have all the dorks. The guys are besides Malcolm right. are all dorks. You have Cochran. You have Eric. You have uh, Brandon. You have Philip. These guys are not your typical no. survivor manly men playing the game. I think right. what could happen this season though, and I'm really hoping it does. There are a couple of really strong contenders on the favorites team, and as mm-hmm. it happened with uh, Boston Rob season, that yep. season was tailor made for Boston Rob to win. They wanted that big storyline. They yep. put them up against a, pe- a lot of people who just. Eh, weren't really there to play the game. Not a lot of fans of the game. I think that Malcolm coming back and Brenda coming back and even maybe Cochran, I think the three of them have a really great opportunity to do something big in this game. Mm-hmm. And I think having some of those other weaker characters on, uh, I can't call them characters, but competitors, <laughs> and they are characters, um, I think it really gives them the opportunity to really shine this season. And I hope yeah. that does happen. Yeah. Um, I avoid all spoilers. So if you guys know anything, don't, don't tell me. Don't tell me either. Um, but I, 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 I really <laughs> liked... I really like Brenda. What season was Brenda on again? Nicaragua. Nicaragua. Yeah. She was great. Brenda. So, yeah. Dawson, when you're looking at the cast kind of comparatively, you know, with the mindset now, this is your first season watching the show as a former contestant. Yes. How is your assessment of the cast now that you're, you actually played the game, you lived the experience, you're seeing what you were on one side with the fans, and then you're right. seeing what you are now with the favorites? Well, I'm, I'm having a hard time really identifying with this group of fans. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've gone through all of their profiles online, and... Um, I feel like we had a lot of fans on my season. You guys did, right? We did. Um, Here's, so do you I'm, think I'm kinda in, lacking in kind of investigating the fans? Do you think a lot of them are true fans, or kind of ended up on the show and they're just being labeled as fans? I mean, it's got to be. It's both. Yeah. You know, that's how. That's just the way casting goes. Mm-hmm. I'd also you know, say it's probably weird for you too because this is your first time ever seeing it since yes. you were not on it. And like, yes. I would say that every time I watch a season, it is hard to identify with anyone. It takes a while to kind of yeah. get into the groove with everybody, right. if that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, and it's probably also a good thing that, that the favorites lost the first challenge. It gives us an opportunity to start to like some of these fans. Yeah. So if we go, actually, the first challenge was the reward challenge, which the favorites won. So they won uh, 20 pounds of rice, which um, literally. Started when of beans, of right. beans. Which literally yeah. started as soon as the helicopter Yeah, so landed. tell us Christ. what was the challenge. What was, oh, they had to run and get a ring, mm-hmm. and whoever brought it back first. In it was, water. It, it, was, right, it was basically just a full-on wrestling match to see who could, a, a brute strength challenge. Yeah, and they were paired up, each, in each team in two. Yeah, and so in terms of right away, we got the introductions right into a physical competition. Which to is kinda, interesting, though, because yeah. if, if, the fans... Look so stacked physically. They are. It's interesting that the very first challenge out right out the gate, though, the, the favorites favorites won. No, the fans won. The fans won. Okay. So, I, so AJ walked in a little bit late. He was guys, busy. <laughs> let's, just, let's call it out. I'm trying to figure this out right along with so, you. Yeah, a bit Los Angeles traffic. So, yeah, Los Angeles traffic. Right. So basically, what happens is right out of the gate, we had the challenge, okay. and, and as we've said, the fans are stacked. So physically, they dominated. And in terms of the, ch- oh no. We, now we're getting, no, no, no. we're all getting confused right. here. Sorry, what is this the group? fans the didn't fans, dominate. The fans yes. uh, did not dominate yes. at no. all. It I'm was wrong. almost like they, it, was, it was only because I think they just got there. It was just so too the much favorites for them. did win the first yes. reward. Yes. Like, the first, like I said, <laughs> they really he, he didn't even watch and he got it right. <laughs> yeah. No, but remember one point to, to notice was that. Uh, 
Francesca was like huge at like destroying oh, yeah. people. Oh, she, yeah. I got her and Philip confused at one point <laughs> in, during that competition. Wow, we're gonna have to edit this. <laughs> yeah. So, so one thing in terms of the challenge, you, we saw Malcolm. Malcolm is a favorite, but nobody has seen Malcolm's season Correct. since he was on your season, Dawson. Yes. He goes in with a clean slate, and history shows Rupert did this, Amanda did this. When people Russell go in, Hans. Russell Hans did it. When they go in with a clean slate, they tend to do better. When people don't know their history and how they used to play the game. I think you should explain just a little bit more, just so that people at home know, that the favorites have no idea who he is. Yes. Because they they basically filmed this... While the right after the other one filmed, well, they yeah. started a few years back. Uh, I think right. obviously for financial reasons, that production, whatever. They they do these Survivor seasons back to back. Now mm-hmm. they do two at a time, one month and then the following month on the same location, essentially maybe a, a, a different beach on the right. same Another island, or whatever. Island, yeah. Which is why they now call one season whatever the location is, and the second season is usually heroes versus villains <laughs> yeah. or fans versus favorites <laughs> or Redemption <laughs> Island or whatever. They're filmed in the same location. Yeah. So this was the second one filmed last summer. Mm-hmm. I yes. guess, and it's just now airing in the spring. Yeah, so we filmed in April and May. Yeah, so and they- Malcolm had, what, two or three weeks? Yeah, he had a between, few weeks. Between, yeah, um, between, and it, went right into another yeah. game. Right, he knew before he got home, but he had a few weeks at home. Yeah. Dawson, physically, how do you think you would have done being thrown right back into Survivor? Do you think you could have handled it? And that's the most difficult thing. I, I feel like you go through so much mentally and physically, like going back into the game, it's... That's got to be the hardest part. Mm-hmm, I think right. that's the larger commitment. A lot of people think, oh, it's great because you're going out and you're staying out and you're just gone the entire time. But you've got to think, he doesn't have the time to recover that some of these people had that played six years ago. Or the ago. second yeah. you do get to recover, you're going back. And usually you're using that first time to prep, to yeah. like mentally get ready right. for it. So it's, I don't I'm know. kind of curious Absolutely. because I, I, I look at it both ways. I see having no time to prep could be a really good thing. Maybe he's already in it. He's already there. He's already in that 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 mind, the headspace, I guess, um, where he's just, he's a survivor, and some of these people haven't played in years, mm-hmm. but on the other side, on the other hand, though, I think that I can only imagine you're just out there thinking, just get to day 39, just get to day 39, <laughs> so and then fresh. you have to reset so quickly? Right. That's kind of yeah. No, it's, it's, it's too tough, especially because he lasted so long mm-hmm, in the right. Philippines. He was there right until the yes. end. It must have been funny so. at the finale for him, like, to think, God, which game am I in? I better not slip up right, right here. Right. Yeah. Can you imagine? Well, the good thing for him in the reward challenge, he actually made a good first impression, and he spoke about that, mm-hmm. where he won the reward challenge with, you know, in the final round, so he took home the 20 pounds of beans with the rest of the favorites tribe. And then it was fun getting to see them go to camp. You know, the favorites are saying, you know, we've done this walk before. This is kind of repeating it. And then it's new for the fans. So on the fan side, we see that Shamar, the the, the former Iraq Marine I have vet. so many notes, yes. yeah. notes on this guy. So Shamar, so what did you think of Shamar, Dawson? Oh my god, he's... Oh. His edit is really interesting. Um, at first, he's getting this edit like, you know, I'm just, you know, he's lazier on camp. Mm-hmm. He's, Why are you guys trying to build shelter? That's useless. You need to make water. But he's sitting there not doing anything. Right. Um, and he's watching them, you know. So that was interesting. But later on, his edit actually got better at the end of the well, show. Well, weird. He's sort of like the Francesca of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what's funny, too, is like, you know, they, the first thing on the screen, it says Iraq vet. So you immediately like, okay, yeah. you respect this person. And then you just lose it in two seconds. Immediately. 
was so over the top, and, out of control, screaming at people, carrying on. Like, and right away, he's the one who picks the first fight. Right away, he's already yes. fighting with They're Matt. Literally fighting within an hour. Like, it's, yeah, and that's crazy. like n- rule number one. Don't get into the first fight on your tribe. Right. No. You know, and it's kind of, here we go, right away. These fans are already fighting right away on, on their beach. So in terms of the fan side, you know, their focus was clearly shelter, water, making fire. That was kind of the focus of the fans. Then we go over to the favorites, and Philip dominates the favorite side. Right. Oh. Philip in his pink, in his pink underwear. what he calls the BR rule, the Boston Rob rules. Three rules in order to get an alliance, form the alliances, and then get your alliance voted off before they vote you off. And what he does is he rallies his troops, as Boston Rob would do. First, he goes to Kryn and says, I want to work with you. Then I want to work with Malcolm. And then why don't we bring in Andrea? And then he brings in Cochran and Eric. So he's already got his right. quote unquote six Boston Rob alliance immediately on the beach. Here's the problem with that. <laughs> he's not Boston Rob. Yeah, no. He's, he's nuts. He's so, right. so crazy. And like season one, his first season, um, he you couldn't really tell for most of the season if he's actually crazy or if that was just a strategy. Right. And, and I've, we've met him in real life, Ryan and I have, and, and, and he's actually just crazy. He's crazy. And <laughs> on the show, it comes through, and he, he's not afraid right. of it. It's kind of this character that he's become now. He's really just kind of right. owned up to it. He's you're, nuts. You're so right, though, that like he's not boss from. Like, he comes across so abrasive and rough that you're just like, even especially how we talk to Eric, because Eric is like such a meek, yeah. like, very nice guy, and then all of a sudden, he's literally just literally rubbed him the wrong way. Like, He's, yeah. he's, he's he's just a rude person. Yeah. He's and, not a very polite person. And I love that Eric, here's Eric, you know, Midwest guy, kind of, you know, on his first season. He was the only returning fans versus favorite fan who's now a favorite, which I, I love right. that Eric's yes. on this season. Absolutely. And so here he is, the first season, he was so intimidated and so impressed. Oh my gosh, Jeff Probst is here, and I'm playing with former survivors. He loved it. You could tell he's a true fan. And he, when Philip approaches him out of fear, you know, you need to work with me or you're gone. I love that Eric was just kind of like, screw Philip. Yeah. You're a right. loser. You're a loser. Right. And I'm not going to deal with what, you know, you're thrown out there. And then he right away goes to Brandon and says, hey, Philip's already threatening me. Let's go after this dude. I love that. Right? Yeah. I'm excited about that. I love that. Eric. I'm so, I was so happy to hear he was coming back. And yeah. one of the things about Philip also is he's a type of character that's great to have around towards the end of the season. Um, but if... Uh, because he'd be great to go to final tribal council with, but that is so far away right now. Like you just have to you've you've vote the guy I can't, out. Even, I can't even commit that far right now. <laughs> Can you imagine? I cannot imagine being stuck on an island with him. Well, it's, and it's funny because even when you were talking about that, I forget that Philip was in the finals. Yeah, he was in final the finals. Three. You forget that Philip was in the final three. And he That's was, why. He was brought there because you know you're going to beat him. You know he's psycho and everybody thinks he's crazy. Get him right. to final tribal council and you'll win Survivor. And that's so interesting, though, that somebody like him would come back. And Russell kind of did it as well. And Russell tried to tweak his game the second time he played, I believe, a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But to come back and to not uh, adjust your game, Philip's game... <laughs> will never, ever, ever win him Survivor. It just won't. Right. Well, he thinks Girl, he's adjusting that, his that, game. But now he's got the Boston Rob rules. Yes, yes. Oh, he's right. got the Boston Rob rules and his six-man alliance. He's going to win. He's, he's going to win. He also We're literally done. thinks... Because watching. Boston Rob won the first time, right? <laughs> yeah. Or the second... Third. Third. Yeah. He also thinks he's like the T of Survivor. Like yeah. he thinks he is like the like the, the best player ever. I think I think a better strategy would try the Sandra rule. She's won it twice. Mm-hmm. And, and she's kind of the perfect floater. 
she's kind of every season she's on, she just kind of hangs mm-hmm. around. I was playing Sandra. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it, it and it can work. I think for somebody like him because she has a big personality. Mm-hmm. You know, and she's great, but yeah. very she's a sweetheart in real life. But um, she has a very similar personality to his, where she can be a little bit abrasive, a little bit loud. Yeah. And I think that he could uh, maybe try to use that strategy as opposed to the Boston Rob yeah. thing. Hmm. So in, in in terms of the favorite side, Philip wasn't the only one trying to make alliances. Right away, we also saw Andrea, Dawn, and Francesca talking. Let's work together. Let's get Cochran. We have a four-way deal right here. Let's do this. Kind of a, a random group, but then when you think about it, there's so much history. You have to always look at the history of these players. Right. Andrea and Francesca know each other from their own season. You guys know a little bit more of the dynamics of players outside of the game right. or fans like myself. I don't know that. I don't know who's friends outside of the game. I don't know how that's going to affect the game being played. Um, so you guys can probably speak on, on that. Well, I'll tell you. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right. Well, Is you this know, news? <laughs> no, that's not news. But, right. You know, like, like we said before, and you know, we've had other people in here, there's you know reality events mm-hmm. where everybody goes to, and I'm sure mm-hmm. we'll see you there soon. Yeah. And, um, you know, everyone, all these people, they're all friends. And if they're not friends, they at least know each other. Yeah. And they at least have their phone numbers or their friends on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So this entire group, they've all known each other for a while. And some of them are good friends. Some of them aren't good friends. And so. most likely knew who was going back. Yeah, I know That's everybody a- signs contracts and everything else, mm-hmm. but I, these people it gets talk. out. Of yeah. course, well, it gets rumors out. Rumors start early. Oh, we we knew a year ago who was being considered to come back. You know, we had a few exactly. friends that were up, and, 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 and none of these people told us that they were going back. But I think that... It's interesting that it came down to Andrea and Francesca at the end, though, yeah. because they are friends in real life. And I think that everybody else, they don't edit it and show you this, but everybody else knows that they're actually friends. So it probably makes kind of makes some more right. sense. Yeah. Of course, that, if you're like, hey, I got a call from CBS. I got a call from CBS. Yeah. We got to work together. I mean, there's definitely some behind-the-scenes advantages with mm-hmm. you know the favorites coming back. And I do think, though, as a fan, I would like to believe that although, yes, they do know each other, and although, yes, they have history... It's, it is a situational game. And once you get out there, yes, you may have your pre-built alliances, your right. preconceived notions. It all notions. goes out the window. It all right. goes out the window. So no matter how much you know, you have that history, you have that friendship, it does go out the window. We saw it even with... Boston um, Robin Lex. Yes, Boston Robin Lex and Kathy yeah. in the first All-Star season. We saw it with Poverty and Amanda when they went back for Heroes and Villains. They were on right. different tribes, and then they're best friends in real life, right? and then they go against each other. It's, just like, with, it's mm-hmm. just like with any game. like You have a strategy going, hey, we're going to mm-hmm. do this, and as soon as like the, someone fires the gun... Yeah. You completely freak out, and you don't ever stick to what what's, you're supposed yeah, to do. What's really interesting, though, is that uh, that now... When was the last time they did a fan versus favorites? It was when Poverty did it season 16, I believe. Oh, it's been a while. Yeah, and, it was and 10 Eric's, seasons ago. Season. Social media and everything is ago. so different now than it was back then that it, it kind of... The game of Survivor changes every couple of seasons. It's always evolving, and this is just another revolution of the game, because as much as they want to try to keep these people from contacting each other ahead of time before they're out there, CBS knows they all do, and that and, and the gameplay starts at home now, which is so crazy to me. Like The gameplay started you know, a couple of months before they even went out there. It's well, all part of the game. For the, the, the fans, it doesn't necessarily... It starts you know, obviously when they get there, but I've heard rumors that even when you're at casting you eye people up and you can kind of see who yeah, you know I mean, and that sort of thing. Locked in a hotel. First impressions. Right. Oh, no. And so you can see people walking around, some people. But size them and, up. And I think first right. impressions right now, in terms of when we look at the fan side, let's give some attention to the fans, is huge. We see a high school dynamic going on. So when we look at the fan side, a lot of the airtime was dominated by Reynolds. He, out of the, the group, is the big jock, you know, the muscular guy in the group. And he automatically goes to Eddie, the fireman. And they both say, We're the two best looking dudes on this tribe. Let's work together. Which never works. <laughs> 
Yes, it doesn't never well, work. It, it can it work when you're secretive house. about it. It works at my house. Let's break this down. <laughs> I think what he said was, we're the only good-looking <laughs> good looking people. people here. The yeah. only good-looking. I love that. Um, so then, so you have... Bromance. Yeah, the love bromance <laughs> of Reynolds and Eddie. But, okay, the bromance can work if you guys are delicate and smart about how you handle it. What do they do? Individually, they get their women. They get their blonde women. You have Reynolds who approaches Allie, and he's, quote... I don't know if I'm going to quote him. I'll paraphrase. He says, I like her. She's kind of under the radar. She's not the best looking out of the girls here. So that's right. better for me if she's not the best looking. But, you know, we were paired up in the reward challenge. We have a good vibe. I'm going to go with her to the end. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is what I, this is what I love about... Sorry, I'm just going to say it. Straight guys. This type of straight guy, the douchey kind of tank top wearing He's not muscle. douchey, though. But, uh, He's not douchey. Obviously we're, we're, not. The two, we're the two best looking people here. That's douchey. <laughs> that was um, Eddie. That was okay. Eddie. But did he agree? Yeah. Eddie yes. said that. Okay, so they're working together. Whatever. Um, first of all, that, that strategy rarely, rarely ever works on, on Survivor. It always ends up being these guys that they keep around for a few challenges, and then somebody, and I don't know who it is quite yet, mm-hmm. maybe one of the girls will work her magic, or, or even or Matt. I mean, he could be he could be a dark horse. You never know. Like, one of these other people could step up down the it's, road. It's already happened. Well, to be honest, the only reason that they even show that little clip is because the producers, are no, they're just trying to make them look like an ass. Yeah. So there's something going to happen but, with Yeah, guys. and then Eddie, then he approaches Hope, and he says to Hope, like, you know, she's my son. Southern Belle, she's you, oh, she's pre-law. So she's, she's pre-law. Smart she's smart girl. But so what happens is you have these these four, let's say, high school popular kids on the fan side who are the prettiest of the bunch. They all decide, you know, we're going to work together as a group of four. We have our two and two, and then they're dumb. Okay, you can do that, but then be smart about it. Don't go sit in the water, flaunt, you know, together that you're a fun group that you only want to hang out with each other. Because what happens, People Dawson? Hate you. What happens? <laughs> you go home. You go right. home. You don't have. A majority not only alliance. That. There's ten people on your tribe. A majority. Yeah. Four is mm-hmm. not, not a majority. A majority. And, and not only that, it's so obvious. It's ridiculous. You're sitting. They're sitting out there in the water and calling themselves the cool kids. It's oh come and on. Here's the thing, though. Those types it's of people, ridiculous. and we all we live in LA, so we've experienced this. I'm sure those types of people they do they they make those choices and, and choose their friends based on insecurities. So when you're all pretty and you're in a group, you're all also head cases because <laughs> the other the girls think each other might be prettier. The guys are sizing up each other's muscles and whatever else. It doesn't. It just doesn't work. Yeah. Well, the one alliance that. I do like out of the fan side. I think that grew to, I mean, it's only been one episode, but I right. like is the one between Michael and Matt. They seem like a kind of an odd couple. It's you have this bearded, tattooed guy, and then Michael, who's this kind of older event right. planner. So I, you know, and, and Matt and Michael, they already recognize, hey, we're the swing voter right votes right now. We have four on one side, we have four on the other, and the two of us are basically going to pick a side, and we're going to decide, you know, eventually when we have to vote who goes. And you could just see when they're talking, yeah, they have a good vibe. They have yep. a trusting vibe. It almost was like last season a a a a, a, um, a Malcolm and a Denise, Denise type yeah, I was conversation. Just the same that thing. chemistry. It was that chemistry or where Scoop they and click. Lisa. Yeah, yeah, they click mm-hmm. right away, and you can tell that these two are smart. They're you know you don't look at them and necessarily think they're going to be threats. It's right. interesting because Survivor you can usually tell within an episode or two, and, and, and you, maybe you can attest to this like. Who, if everything, there's so much luck involved, but if you make a good alliance at the very beginning, it can mean everything from day one, from hour one. And and those, unex- those unexpected alliances mm-hmm. have a history of going really far in this game. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it's it's funny, too, because we look at the other people. You look at Shamar, Laura, Sherry, and Julie. 
Julie didn't talk once. I was about to say. Who, who is Julie? I'm glad we wrote her name she's, down. She's a race car driver. Yeah, but she didn't talk she didn't say a word. once. Did she? I didn't even remember seeing her on the show. No. And, and even Laura. Laura had one soundbite. Laura actually spoke about something that a lot of Survivor contestants that we've had on the show last season talked about. The sleeping situation. So the yeah. first night, or the first couple nights, sleeping. I remember when Aris came on the show, he said pay attention to who sleeps with who because that is going to tell you who's aligned with who. Who slept with who and who cuddled? We had Reynolds and Allie oh, sleeping right. together. We had Eddie and Hope sleeping together. And even Sherry, the you know the older, she's not even old, but the right. older woman on the fan side, already says, hey, these people weren't cuddling. They were actually hooking up. So it's kind of this kind of group that we didn't even see a lot. They're already calling out the the, the cool kids alliance. Yes, right. it know? doesn't take long. There are so many issues within this tribe. <laughs> oh my god, Sherry really did call it out though, and it was great. What did you say? I like her. They're yeah. hooking up. Yeah, they're like, hooking up. Love That's her. scary though because you don't you don't want to call people out this soon. I don't think. Right. She you did know? it in her confessional. Ah, so okay. and she did it kind of with so her she alliance. She kind of did it with her alliance. Yeah, with too. her alliance. But it, that's that's the bond of the alliance. You need something to bond your alliance with, and what she did was creative you guys were on the outside if the outsiders get together we will be the majority right and that's kind of you know that's the smart way to go about also it also in the beginning you kind of just want to deflect attention to anyone yeah, so yeah. you're not the first one to go and yeah. so two people two couples hooking up you know obviously puts a big target oh, on their back mm. Mm. It's, that's, yeah. that's that's survivor 101 is don't hook up the first night is it? don't do it in front of everyone <laughs> I mean run into the trees under a bush and hook up in the afternoon or, or just hook up with Jeff Probst so right? <laughs> Dawson, we'll get to that's that. what you should do. We'll right? get to that later. Yeah. Just hook up the with kids The kids turn around the world. Real yeah. quick, though, I want to take just a moment, you guys, for all of our iTunes listeners out there to uh, pose this question to you. What What is, you say Survivor 101, what is the single most important decision to make on day one? If you guys were on Survivor, do you think alliances are more important? Do you think that it's more important to just go out there and work hard? What do you guys think? So we want to know. Get on iTunes. Leave us comments. Also, rate us. Please give us five stars. Um, and, and tell your friends about us. We do get on there. We do comment back. Um, we, we're we in, what, 77 countries now around the world? What, what, what are the actual numbers? We get, like, 25 to 27 million downloads a week. So oh. it's 3.5 a day. That's insane. So if you guys could do that for us, we would really appreciate it. There's also an app for your guys' iPhone. It's so easy. It's a free app um, by Apple, actually. It's called Podcasts with an S. You can have all of your favorite AfterBuzz shows automatically downloaded to your phone, so you can listen to us uh, in your car. Uh, um, you can listen to us on a in treadmill, anywhere, <laughs> anywhere you want to listen to us. Um, we'd really appreciate that, you guys. And also, let us know what you guys think. What would be your strategy if you were on Survivor um, day one? And we will get on there and we will comment back, you guys. Great. Thank you so much, though, for yeah. listening. And same thing on, on, on YouTube, you guys. You can get on YouTube leave us comments as well. We check them daily. So yeah. we'll comment back. Yeah, I think one of the classic strategies of day one is forming that alliance and forming that longevity. And I think why I think part of that, and Dawson, you can attest to this from being on the show, is I feel like when you create something on day one and you add that weight of it being loyalty, an accomplishment, a goal, that adds more of a, a reason to stay loyal and a reason to stick with that person. Because when you get to the end, you can say, we stuck together from day one. Exactly. The phases you go through in this game, um, you start out okay and you know everybody's physically fine. And you're just like, oh, excited. We're out here. Let's play together. 
together. Let's work together. Let's form an alliance. And then 10 days later, you're exhausted. You're, you know, famished. And, and you've got nothing left. But you've got that bond. Yeah. Right. And you have to you be know. careful because even though the people that you're voting out now are not going to be on the jury, the people that are on the jury are witnessing all of this. Yeah. Right. They're still around. So it does have an impact down yeah. the road. Who, the thing is, Cochran kind of, sorry, Cochran kind of mentioned this, you know, during Tribal was that, like, the the advantage of being fans versus mm-hmm. favorites and how like they're still trying to figure it out because they're still having fun like you show up you get to talk you finally yeah. get to talk to these people you're like oh my god we're on a TV show it's we're going to TV it's beautiful we're on the beach I don't have to work for 30 days <laughs> like you're having this whole you're like I'm on a vacation so you have to like turn that side off yeah. and really focus on like how much strategy goes in from day one do we yeah. think do we really think though just to be uh, just playing devil's advocate do you really think it's easier to go out there as a fan or as a favorite because it, me personally if I was on a fans team being a huge fan of the show, if they're actually legitimately fans, I would go out there and feel like I'm going to dominate these guys because because every single season, most of each tribe, there's probably five or six people on any season that have a legitimate shot at winning the thing. Everybody else, for the most part, they just go out there and like, this is cool. I hope I can make it to right. the jury. I hope I don't have that mindset. And I think a lot of people do. I agree with you, but I think a lot of people, if you interview them, I think that they everyone thinks that they're going to win. Oh, we're going to come back. Their yeah. gra- grandma's like, come back with no, the No, I think a lot of people say they think they're going to win. I don't think that most people really believe they can actually go out there and win it. I think they just want to see how long they can last. I don't know. I just think that a lot of the people that they cast in these shows are A, personalities, and they yeah. usually think they mm-hmm. can do anything. Whether they can qualify at all, I bet you this alley girl who's a bartender thinks that she is like a survivor like super fan did you go out there thinking you were going to win it did you really believe you would or did you just hope you'd make it far I was so freaking excited (laughs) about playing this game like the money um, that's the most frustrating thing about playing as a fan is you get out there and you're like oh my god I'm playing survivor holy shit I've been trying to do this forever (laughs) and and you're not thinking about the game. You're not strategizing. You're like, it's so beautiful. Oh, there's the proofs. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know? So that was, that's what's difficult about being a fan. Yeah. I think coming back but as a favorite. But before you went there, did you think you were going to win? Or were you like, I could win this game? I've seen it Oh, enough. I told, I mean, I totally thought, hey, I could win this. And then in the back of my head, I'm thinking to myself, who cares about winning? You're going to play Survivor. <laughs> you know? There you go. So, yeah. Uh, no, it's it's interesting. Um, so, in terms of the episode, we then went to the immunity challenge, where it was a four-story kind of co- complex, or I don't like even know a, how to describe uh, that. It was like a scaffolding, sort yeah. of. Like a, but like high, high voltage scaffolding. Yeah. It was like this huge <laughs> thing they built. It was crazy. So, yet they had to send two people at a time running up, and there were four levels. The first team had to go to the first level, climb up a ladder, then throw boxes onto a platform where they crashed and sandbags came out, and do that four times. And the favorites were dominating in the lead once the whole throwing the sandbags was down. And then it came Correct. down to Malcolm tossing the bags into a target. He had to hit six targets. Mm-hmm. So Malcolm had you know about three or four lead when the fans finally got to start throwing the bags. And Reynolds, he decided you know he was going to throw the bags one by one by one by one. Reynolds was nailing them. Great shot. Great shot. And I think we saw the Malcolm curse. Malcolm loses challenges. Malcolm didn't end up winning. The the favorites lost the challenge. Reynolds came back from behind, scored it. And I I was flashing back to you. Do you remember in the challenge when Malcolm in your season, Dawson, he couldn't hit the he was those mm-hmm. the he had to break the urns of rice with the moving ball or whatever right. it was, and they were in such a big lead. It was the first time where they're gonna win a challenge and then he couldn't do it. And that's right. gotta haunt him too. 
because he, he does just, so well on individual challenges. Right. It's so crazy that he yeah. because oh what it really came down to was individual challenge between him and was Reynolds, and yeah. that's really what it came down to. And again. He comes up short, which is, ugh. And he makes it to the very, very end. It's not like he's off from the game. He's like ready to win, and then you're like, oh, he's for sure going to win. He's so far ahead. And And that's got to creep into his head, like, I don't want to go through this again. I do not want to be on a losing tribe again this season. Although it worked out pretty well for him last time, but uh, not a good strategy to try twice. Yeah, and the challenge was we, when we saw it, we were visually, we were like, whoa, this is going to be awesome. Right. It was kind of lame. Yeah, it was kind of a letdown, right? It was boring. It yeah, was it wasn't. And it was kind of. It wasn't very it. challenging. And it was. wasn't a team challenge. It was you, you and a partner ran up and then slid down a fire pole, and that's all you did. You know, and you maybe right. threw some boxes off the, the, the top of the, the thing. Right. So it was Visually, it was cool, but it just didn't really yeah. look very challenging. They weren't even running down the yeah. beach. They ran maybe 50 meters. Yeah. So, so, and then in terms of. That's when you know the the favorites then go back to camp and all chaos breaks out. The the alliance are scrambling. You you it was so crazy to see the history that played. You see Dawn and Cochran reuniting and in kind of being that we're going to be the swing players again. Let's stick together. Then you see Philip versus Francesca, where Francesca's worried. You know, oh, I, I'm not going to be. I can't be the first one out again. And at one point in the episode, she said, "If I'm the first one out, I'll eat this rock." And she showed right. a rock. And she's like, "I'll eat this rock, Francesca." Hope you have Ouch. that rock. <laughs> Open wide. I hope you have good dental I'm going to go drown myself. I'm going to go drown myself. Quote. So what do you guys think of the strategy in terms of the, the chaos? It was all, At first it was Philip's going to go. It was Philip versus Francesca. Right. And then it turned into, oh, Andrea is being shady because Brandon Hans. What's the history with Brandon Hans? He hates pretty girls. He hates pretty girls. He hates smart pretty girls. Correct. He's intimidated by women that are intelligent and smart. So who does Brandon want to change instead of Philip? Who does Brandon want out? Andrea. Right. And Brandon Andrea. always changes his mind at the last minute. It's always some rush chaos at the end. But in my opinion, it was always going to be either Philip or Francesca, just because again they're the most crazy and ridiculous. On well, the he's, day a, one. he's he's a hant, and they try their strategy is chaos. Mm-hmm. They like to create chaos. They, he did it. Russell did it. Uh, the other one did it on Big Brother. They try to create chaos in, in every one of these seasons, and nobody can really do it quite like Russell. No, you not know? even close. Not at all. Yeah, so in terms of alliances, we saw it kind of broke down. We saw Brandon and Eric kind of having a, a, a little kind of alliance going. With, they didn't show her a lot. Brenda is involved in that. Brenda kind of falls on that side of the alliance. Then you go to the other side where it's really uh, Malcolm, Philip, Andrea, and uh, Corinne kind of dominant force on right. that side. Are these odd pairings? What do you guys think of these kind of kind alliances? Kind of because we didn't really see much interaction with them. Like, yeah. Brenda right. hardly talked at all, Malcolm hardly talked at all, and Corinne hardly talked at all. So there was, wasn't very, we didn't really get to see the dynamics of anyone's relationship yet, but it's just, there's so much information to show in the first episode. Yeah, and it, it was, I mean, no surprise that it was such a scramble on the, the favorite side before the first Tribal Council. No surprise at all. Right. right. You know, in, in terms of Dawson, last season, you guys in terms of scrambling, do you feel like this was more or less compared to what you experienced? Oh, they 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 scrambled so much, mm-hmm. yeah. so so much, and it's it's you always want your first few votes to be unanimous, pretty solid, right. yeah, easy. really solid and easy. The fact that the votes came so close, yeah. and this is the first episode of the season, yep. I think is just. I would have liked to have seen more of the behind the scenes because yeah. I wish the, the premiere is normally two hours. So mm-hmm. just being an hour and a half, you know, there obviously wasn't enough time because I definitely wanted to see. I mean, that was the, the best part of the episode was the scrambling yeah. to me. And it, and it was you saw Francesca so 
paranoid. It's almost like she was so paranoid. She doomed herself. She doomed herself. And, and Philip even said, this this girl last time around, she doomed herself by over-strategizing and overplaying, and she was crazy. What did she, she had? A, it almost seemed like she had a set Philip thing going, right? Let's get Philip out. Then she's like, what if Philip found the idol? What if they found, they're being too crazy, they're being too calm, well, we need to prepare, we need to start splitting the votes, and she's crazy. She went crazy. Well, she went into this season trying to pick up where she left off last time with yeah. Philip, and she went in with a, a vendetta. You cannot do that. You right. can't can't try to like get somebody back for something that happened to you multiple seasons ago. Yeah. You have to start with a clean slate. Yeah, it's just really bad energy, and it's just ex- never going to work. That's exactly yeah. what I was going to say. And also, when you put that, um, we're, we both think this way. When you put out a certain energy into the universe, yeah. it always comes back to you. If you go out there saying, "I do not want to get voted out first again," "I do not want to get voted out first again," you're going to get voted out I first will eat again. This rock. Because how many? People, <laughs> okay, well, yeah. exactly. And she, how many, she put it out there? How many people do you think told her that do not get voted out I first? Know. Like she, all that pressure to and go on and there. And I feel for her because she is a sweetheart. For She's the, she the first person, one to be two, one, twice? I think so. Yeah, so Francesca clearly, Tribal Council, Francesca got voted out. That's the first time that's ever happened. That yeah. one, they brought back someone who's been voted off first. I mean, when I saw this cast even tonight, Francesca to me is a nobody player. As a fan of the show, she she's a nobody. Yes, she's getting an opportunity to play again because she was voted off first, and maybe her and the Philip thing would cause some more drama. But to me, it was kind of like I'm. I don't really care that she's right. gone. The drama was insignificant because it was, just, it was one, episode, one episode, and that's when they introduced everybody. The least amount of airtime you're going to get. Yeah. And let's just be really honest. I'm going to be blunt and say it. They have a certain way they cast these shows. They need a black guy. A black girl. They, they really do, and it's so sad. But it's, there's always like one Asian person, a couple of black people. They could have had Sabrina. And, or, you know, Sabrina. You know, you know who they should have brought back. I'm just gonna say it. Taj. Oh, Taj would have been great too. Players of all time. She's only but, played once as well. Taj would have been great too. There's a. Uh, do you guys? Have you guys ever read the book, The Forty Eight Laws of Power? No, no. no. But it's a great book for people going on reality Can TV you list shows. all 48 now? I can, no, but one of them uh. is don't trust your friends, trust your enemies. And I almost feel like it's because you have more to lose. Your your friends will stab you in the back quicker. And if you really can form an alliance with an enemy, if if Philip and Francesca could have you know implemented that, that could have been awesome. And because right. you can always trust your enemy because you always know what they're doing. Yes. You know, if they're opening up, open up, look, I don't like you. Yeah. I don't like you either. Great. At least yeah. we understand that. Let's move on and play the yeah. game. So it actually turned out, though, it turned out to be Francesca versus Andrew. Andrea. There went six votes for Francesca and four votes for Andrea. The people who voted for Andrea, we had Francesca, Brandon, Eric, and then Brenda. And then everybody else voted for Francesca. Um, so it's interesting that the, it was their friends in real life, right? You guys say that they're really good friends in they real life. They both live in New York. They both live in New York. They're probably really good friends. And uh, that it came down between them because the whole Brandon switching the vote to the independent, right. powerful The fact that anyone that. even listened to Brandon is just crazy. <laughs> but I guess, again, on the first day, you're just trying to get in the swing of things again. And you know, like, why am I listening to this guy? Yeah. I would, I would just be irritated that he's even there. Another Hans. I mean, come on. Yeah. Really? But you don't want to piss him off. Yeah. I mean... He, as much as you don't want to work with him, you don't want to piss him off. Yeah. I just think I could go toe-to-toe with him and wouldn't have to, anything to worry about because he's oh, so no. crazy. You, <laughs> could, <laughs> you could, but you wouldn't last for two seconds because those types of people, you can have that. There's definitely that side to you. Right. That, that side of your personality comes out and it's not pretty. <laughs> and I think that what would happen to you, it could happen to me, I think definitely would happen to you, is that you would be so, you would, it would be a, a vindictive sort of game then as opposed to playing the strategy because Right, because you got to watch what you say and yeah. I'm not good at that at all. Uh-uh. But mm. I have a lot of friends here, so I think I'd be okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> you think? Ryan, you have some news and gossip for us, right? We, we do. Hit that real we quick. We do. TV News. Well, on a very sad uh. note, the Jeff's Probe Show is no more. It's been canceled after one season and... Oh. One partial season. We take a moment of silence. You must be devastated by this. Because he's your guy. He's my man, but... (laughs) 
<laughs> Honestly, I'm not. I don't really support anything he does that's not Survivor, <laughs> including his wife. Oh. <laughs> you heard it here first. People. No, yes, first. she's still on it. I think I think I don't think anybody's really shocked. Probably Jeff included. Um, we right. were we were actually went to, Ryan and I went to a taping the very first week, and um, it's just not the right format for him. Right. Not that not well, that something else might not come along. And what future. I loved about the show was sorry to cut you off is that when you go in the green room, it's very mm-hmm. social media based, and that. Was like all in the background, but it didn't really translate over to the show because there there wasn't any tweets, there wasn't any of that stuff on the show. It was all backstage, so it's like you get this hype backstage and it didn't move forward because the guests that were on were always like really like much older and very much more adult topics. It wasn't like it was really yeah. weird. And also, when we were he, there. It was all geared towards men, which was odd. It was the, the, the daytime audience is women. Yeah, he's such a great interviewer too, and it just it was just didn't work. I, I feel well, like it was too constricting. I feel like he's not the type to ever read off of a teleprompt. He's well, just not. And one thing I went to, I went to a couple tapings as well, and I actually saw him when he co-hosted with Lisa. Lisa Welsh became the, his co-host. You're such they a tried stalker. To, I love Lisa, I love Jeff, you know, and I love Survivor, but I liked seeing Lisa co-hosting with him. They were kind of fun together, and they were good co-hosts, and I wish maybe that could have had more time to see how that... He needed to co-host, but the one thing, too, was when she was co-hosting, it was almost like she was a guest, you know, it wasn't... So I think they needed a little more time to develop Lisa as a co-host, and it could have been good. I'm sad. I'm sad. On one of the episodes that we saw, too... They'd have, like, the first part of the show, this older guy and how he's getting girls, like, whatever the topic was. Mm -hmm. And then they'd have, like, a hot topic section. And they would use the same guests from earlier. And it was just like, what makes these guys' opinions relevant? Now they're hot. Well, they're trying to do the panel thing because it works for Chelsea lately. And it kind of works for the Kathy show. So everybody's trying to do that three-person panel thing right now. But But you don't do the panel the three-person with the guests. Didn't make sense. They need to be two separate groups. Well, I I disagree with Dawson. I I support anything Jeff Probst does beyond Survivor. He's just a great. Guy. He's just, you're still trying to get on Survivor. Yeah. Jeff, just, I'll see ya. He's just genuine. He's genuinely a great guy. When we were there, we were oh, literally so there nice. episode two, I think, awesome. and he was talking to us in between because we were with uh, Christina Cha, who was on the season before you, I believe, right. and a Survivor One World, and uh, mm-hmm. and he was came over and talked to us for a while. He's like, "Hey guys, what you know? How, what do you guys think? What should I? What should I do? What kind of questions should I and, ask?" Yeah. And Portia Briggs from Big yeah, Brother, absolutely. the runner-up, um, yeah. he, he let her co-host the show. Yeah, she, had, he, she said, "I'm an aspiring host," and he said, "Come up on stage and uh, take us to commercial." And apparently, oh, wow. and apparently. Really he cool. brought very almost his entire crew at the Jeff Probst show was from Survivor, and it's a different thing. When you're working in the wilderness, it's then different. you try to go into a studio setting, it's like trying to tame a wild beast. It just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. You know, they're so great at what they do, and hopefully they'll do it for 30, 30 more seasons, but he'll eh, yeah. have something else come well, along. Well, Jeff, we wish you the best of luck, and we know we'll be seeing you more than just Survivor, and it's awesome. So, last and thing, then, guys. And if there's a slot open, we're happy to take over for Yes, this right. Show. And I also, <laughs> uh, also want to mention, real quick, you guys, um, if you guys like these mugs in front of us, oh. uh, go to the AfterBuzz uh, store. Uh, go to our website, AfterBuzz. Wow. TV.com. You guys can purchase these mugs. We also have them oh, in black. Um, if you just had a baby, we've got baby onesies. Whoa. We've got sweatshirts. All kinds of fun stuff on there. You can get Maria, Maria's uh, book yeah. on there as well. And also, we've uh, we've got... Uh, what is the actual date of the Serial Buddies release? Can you tell us that information? I think it's March 8th. I believe so. Serial uh, Buddies, Buddies starring Maria Menounos comes out March 8th. You guys, get Great. online. Watch the trailer. It's really hilarious. It's a different take on a, a serial killer type of genre film. Great. It's so, so funny. Um, check that out, you guys. So real quick, before we go predictions real quick, let's predict kind of, uh, let's predict who we think is going to win this season or go far. Dun, dun, dun. So, Ryan, who do you think? Oh. And if you know spoilers, do not tell us anything. Dun, dun. Go to somebody else then. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it out there. I think that, I hope a fan wins this season. And looking at the fans, if I'm going to say anybody, right now I would put my money 
on Michael or Matt. Those are my. That's exactly my picks. what I was going to say. That's exactly what I was yeah. going to say. I say watch out for those two. That's yeah. an interesting alliance to me. Um, on the favorite side, I, I still am going to hold true to this. I, I think watch out for Michael. He has or not for Michael for Malcolm. He has an advantage coming back, not being known by any of these people. Mm-hmm. And also Brenda. Brenda's laying low right now, and she is a smart. She is smart, a social gamer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Watch out. She. she I would does, say Don is a big social gamer well, too. Yeah, and Love she's and she's sweet lovable. And if Don can take that, everybody thinks that she's honest a hundred percent of the time and actually. Play that and use it to her advantage. I would love to see her win too. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's going to be exciting. Dawson, season. how about you? Who you who you picking? Um, yeah. If if I'm going, I don't think of. I think the fans are going to have a rough Just season. Like this this. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I I love them so much, but I think we're going to have a rough time. But those two, yeah. Um, I think Matt's going to do really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and those those that alliance is going to have a come from behind. Definitely, for sure. Um, they're going to get rid of these kids. This, these cool kids are going home. Mm-hmm. And um, as far as the favorites go, mm, I want to put my money on Eric. He's Aww. such a huge fan. Yeah. Um, unfortunately. Well, we will see. We'll <laughs> see. And next next week, we see a huge Brandon Hance blow up. So we got to definitely get excited and tune in for that. Yeah, Shocking. that's in the so preview. We'll see. Yeah, the preview for next week. Brandon Hance. Shocker. Yeah. blow up <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's that's uh, Survivor season premiere uh, and let's go around and share our Twitter accounts you guys can follow me on Twitter at underscore AJ Gibson also please check out my website uh, AJGibson.tv and on Twitter I am Ryan A. Carrillo and on Facebook Ryan Allen Carrillo Follow me on Twitter at Survivor Dawson. Love it. <laughs> oh. And I'm Justin F. Walter on Twitter and then Justin Walter Host on Facebook. So yeah. That's it. That's it. We survived. We survived. Very excited. We're going to have an awesome season. Dawson, thank you so much for joining us. We'll definitely have you back again this season. And And also, uh, also, let's just tease next week. We've got a new uh, co host coming in starting next week. Jerry Manthe is going to be here. We love Jerry. So, and Jerry brings that perspective of being from season two and being on three different seasons. It's going to be awesome. Pretty cool stuff. Super excited for another season of Survivor. So, make sure to definitely post your comments. And uh, we're excited to be with you guys all season long. All right. Woo. Take From care. Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.